we want to have our audience be like jumping out of their chair, wanting to comment, wanting to share, wanting to respond and build a relationship with this person. And so when you attract them and engage them and then also have a call to action to like, here's what to do next. That is the best way to be able to serve your audience by giving that information, entertaining them at the same time, giving them value and then showing them here's how we can continue the relationship. It's like uh, if you're on a date and you like the person and you want to see them again, you don't play hard to get and hope that they come back to you for a second date. If you want that to happen, your chances are going to be higher if you just ask them like, hey, I'd love to see you again. Can I take you out again sometime? In video, it'd be like, hey, if you enjoyed this, I have another free thing for you. Click here, put in your email. I'm going to give this to you for free. And then you'll also be on my email list. What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Warrior Show. This is where hosted by me Nilayshan and this is where we interview entrepreneurs, affiliate marketer, coaches and consultant. And in this amazing series today we have one of the super talented, super smart girl with us. She's Marley Jacks. So she is the founder of YouTube Lead Machine. She helped entrepreneurs turn their audience to cash flow using YouTube Lead Machine. She helped the top video branding leader. She's an amazing FHL speaker. She worked with so many legendary people and I can see uh, like so many amazing uh, legendary people. She is a two comma club award winner and she hosts a live event called content live machine where she have Christy Cord, Red, Alex Schaffan, Diamond John, Stephen Larson and one of the best person Russell Brunson. So without further ado, let's have Marley on the stage. Hi Marley, how are you? Oh, thank you for having me. I'm great. How are you? I'm really glad to have you on the stage and really excited for today's session. So thank you so much for once again for hopping on live and joining us. My pleasure. Yep. So before we proceed further, are you hearing me loud and clear? Yep. My voice. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, uh, yeah. Could you share a little bit about yourself on your backstory on how you got ex started? So the people who don't know who Marley Jax is. So actually they get a brief idea about you. Yeah, um, I started, I actually didn't start with like business or thinking anything about video or content. I was actually a dental hygienist and um, I knew that I didn't want to do that forever, but it was just something that was, it was good. It paid the bills. It also gave me the freedom to figure out what I really wanted to be when I grew up. And so I was uh, kind of bored between cleaning teeth all day. And so I was starting to do the social media for the dental office, just like making posts about people that were working there or the office goldfish or some like silly things like that. And it started to, you know, get some, some engagement and some response and people coming to the office saying like, oh, I you know saw these things. And so I decided I wanted to come see you guys. So then um, our office IT guy was like, hey, would you be interested in doing social media for some of my other clients? And from there, he um, started referring me to all of his clients. And all of a sudden I had a business and like didn't know exactly what I was doing, but I was like, I'll just learn as I go. And so that evolved into me making videos to, uh, to be answering questions for my clients when they would ask me frequently asked questions. And I put them on YouTube and it turned out that they weren't the only ones with those questions. Other people all over the world were finding those videos. And then I was like, huh, I wonder if I can do that 
again. I wonder if I can do that on purpose and make more videos that are like, that are going to reach more people. And then I wonder if I can do that for my clients to help them reach a bigger audience. And it just scaled from there. And then my, my social media, little side business turned into me leaving dental hygiene full time to go into this business and then scaling that into what we have now, which is a YouTube agency. Wow. That is literally an incident. Uh, if we can see this, uh, so social media is just you are doing for passion and it converts into profit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Super. Super. So guys, uh, if you are with us on live, drop hashtag live or with us on replay, drop hashtag replay and make sure you take pen and paper because Marley is going to give, give you lots of golden nuggets. So make sure you're ready with this pen and paper. So Marley, you just now mentioned you are are running a YouTube lead agency and you are helping so many clients of yours so, and you are only mainly focus on content to sales. So how do people create monetization for themselves using the content and what type of content do they publish? Is there any stage, uh, framework? Um, yeah. So most of the time when our clients come to us, like they, they already have something that they want to sell. So if someone's like first starting to know, like, what are you selling first so that we can reverse engineer that outcome? And it's, a, it's actually a really cool strategy to use for anything you're creating. Like what is the outcome? And let's work backwards from that. Even if you're creating a piece of an individual piece of content, how do you want people to feel watching this, reading this, observing this, or you're creating a course? What kind of testimonials do you want to get from that course? So we like to reverse engineer to think, what do we have to start with to create that result? Um, so with content, we know that we ideally want it to lead towards these people watching it, wanting to become a customer. And so the way that we do that is we have to um, we have to attract them with like a strong hook in the title and the beginning of the video. The beginning of the video is really important. It's going to keep people watching because if if the beginning of the video is boring, are you, you know, why would you keep watching? Why would you watch all the way? It's like when you put on a movie, if, if you think the movie's boring, you're not going to, people always are like, oh, that, that was an, a waste of an hour of my life. Like you're not going to keep watching unless that for that beginning is going to attract them and hook them in. Um, and then we also want to engage them because it's one thing to just like watch content and be you know, getting information, but when you feel like there's a relationship forming or that you can actually uh, have a dialogue with the person, even though it's like, it's a still video and it is one way, we want to have our audience be like jumping out of their chair, wanting to comment, wanting to share, wanting to respond and build a relationship with this person. And so when you attract them and engage them and then also have a call to action to like, here's what to do next, that is the best way to be able to serve your audience by giving that information, entertaining them at the same time, giving them value, and then showing them, here's how we can continue the relationship. It's like uh, if you're on a date and you like the person and you want to see them again, you don't play hard to get and hope that they come back to you for a second date. If you want that to happen, your chances are going to be higher if you just ask them like, hey, I'd love to see you again. Can I take you out again sometime? In video, it'd be like, hey, if you enjoyed this, I have another free thing for you. Click here, put in your email. I'm going to give this to you for free. And then you'll also be on my email list, which is then how you then continue to nurture the relationship so they can become a paying customer, which then can provide even more value to them. This is insane advice right now, because what you mentioned, you have to ask. And if you don't ask, the answer is always no. So definitely call to action is must if you really wanted to create monetization and wanted to make revenue out of the content. So right now, if we see YouTube is mostly focused towards a short form content. So according to your experience, 
Uh, what do you feel in the uh, next five year, ten years? YouTube is only focused towards this uh, short form content, or they also going to uh, long form content? And how long it was? Uh, I think YouTube is. It was more long form, and it's now shifting to more short form. Like there, you definitely see them wanting to uh, incentivize yeah. creators to use YouTube Shorts now, um, and with TikTok and Reels, like how people are just putting up these 15 second or 30 second little videos that are just growing uh, people's reach so much. I think it's going to be a big opportunity for people to be utilizing both. Um, and with people being able to use like stories on Instagram and that's now becoming a, a feature on YouTube. I think yeah. video is only going to get bigger from here. Um, and so years ago when I was telling people like, Hey, you need to get on YouTube and they were thinking it's too late it's not too late, it's evolving and it's ever evolving. And because YouTube is a search engine owned by Google, the largest search engine in the world, um, it's not too late. And it's really important to get on it, especially while you know things are still really picking up and I expect there's gonna be even more evolution to it. Wow. Super, yeah, definitely YouTube is a search engine. So it was, it show your content on Google search itself. Uh, if you have a good headline or SEO optimized content, Definitely, it is a insane values right now. Mm -hmm. So you are working with the top-notch entrepreneurs and serve them very well. How you land high-end clients into your business? Please. <laughs> That's a fun question. I think it's mostly just you know being really genuine and providing a, a quality service and caring about the people that you work for, whether they're high ticket or low ticket. I think the the process and the values are still the same. Um, that you take pride in your work and uh, are dedicated to committing just a world-class service um, when it comes to getting the attention of people who might be more in demand than others. I think it's just really important to stay genuine, stay yourself and um, show them how you can provide them value by maybe putting yourself out there before even having the opportunity. One of my um, one of my friends and clients that I just, I admired so much before he ever became a friend or client was Alex Sharfin. And I love his work. I would like binge listen to his podcast. And I remember hearing him when I was new as an entrepreneur and thinking, oh, I wish I could just know him. I wish we could be friends. I would love to have him in my life. And um, one of the, I think one of the best things that I, I did to get to know him and, and other entrepreneurs that I've looked at and wanted to have a relationship with is I just bought their stuff and became their best testimonial. Like with Alex, I, I joined his program and I can, I just genuinely love his content. So I just consumed everything and I implemented. And I think for anyone who has courses or coaching programs or anything, like you really pay attention to the people who are engaging and taking action and also providing value to your community as a result. And so just, just by being engaged in his community, um, that's how we became you know, friends and then took notice that he became a client of mine. And, um, and it's Alex and I actually funny enough have the same birthday. So we had a joint birthday party one year and it, I'm sure that Marley like five years ago would have been like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that that could happen. So I think it's really just showing up and providing value and, um, you know, being genuinely yourself and, and contributing. Definitely. So true being genuine and show up actually showing up is one of the most important factor in everything, in any aspect, whether you want to get client, whether you want to, uh, attract someone, which might be your dream hundred or any top notch entrepreneurs. 
mm-hmm. best piece of advice thank you so much for this thing so uh, you are the stage of uh, sorry you are a speaker of uh, this uh, funnel hacking live and i truly know uh, that your message makes so much impact in so many people's life at the particular fhl room so mm-hmm. would you like to share one impactful message with us right now uh, any one impactful message that you share with fhl people mm, sure well so i spoke at funnel hacking live in january of 2020 like right before the world shut down with the pandemic so it was a really crazy time um but on top of that it was a particularly uh, transformational time for me because i was going through a divorce at that time and it was it was really emotional i had just announced like 3 weeks before that my marriage ended and that my last name was changing and everything in my life was changing um and i think as with any big life transition i was kind of in a whirlwind and trying to find you know stability in my life and so i got on stage and i had 28 minutes to share my my message and it's crazy cuz that clock is counting down and you feel the intensity and you feel all the energy from the audience and um there were two ways that i could have seen this experience there was there was a lot of attention on me of course being a speaker at this event there was a lot of exposure which was an incredible opportunity but because i had just announced that my marriage ended a couple weeks before there was part of me that felt insecure like are all eyes on me wondering if i'm going to crumble because i'm in a very you know sensitive time in my life right now and i consciously just decided that i didn't want to be the divorce girl i didn't want it to be a story i didn't want to be a pity party you know of course people are so well meaning that they'll come to you and be like i'm so sorry how are you um and instead i wanted to to shift it to be a story of perseverance of yes i'm going through something really difficult right now and there are so many reasons why i could back down and and kind of hide but um one of the things i shared from stage is that i did have that insecurity at that time and considered maybe i should stop creating content right now cuz why would anyone listen to me when i'm broken um but what i share from that stage is that helping people doesn't stop just because your life isn't perfect no one's is and that's been a reminder for me as i continue to go through life's challenges because that's also the life that we've signed up for as entrepreneurs we've signed up for consistent constant transitions and sometimes that means failures but you can't fail if you don't quit so um it's just a story of like getting back up again and and still showing up even when times are hard yes definitely i uh that is a how you bounce back is matter the most like uh, you rather than just uh, thinking what others are going to think you just work on yourself and you showing up again you just did a bounce back that yes i'm going to again mm-hmm. uh going to make an impact again so uh one per- we have one question from audience is who is your biggest inspiration oh that's a great question i have so many uh <laughs> um mm-hmm. alex and as i mentioned he's a, an amazing friend and he's just changed my life in so many ways um steve larson who is my my boyfriend and business partner as well it's amazing to be in a relationship with someone where you can really we always call it like mental volleying where we can you know really engage and communicate in these high level ways where sometimes it's sometimes they're really challenging conversations because of what we're going through in life that 
not everyone else will understand, you know, building a business with someone you love, um, you have really incredible opportunities for growth together, which can also bring a lot of challenges. Like Steve and I actually, we, we joined our businesses together at the beginning of this year in January. And what we didn't expect was that a week before, you know, we launched the brand new business, I was diagnosed with cancer and we, you're not going to stop the train. <laughs> um, and so the first, the first quarter of this year in this like brand new build phase of a business while also mm -hmm. dealing with these health struggles um, was honestly, it was the worst yes. four, six months of my life. Um, mm -hmm. But six months later, because of the very, I was very dedicated to the treatment and, and to the, the path that I chose six months later, there's no evidence of the cancer. So um, I feel like we got to do that together and, and having someone like him in my life also enables me to be the person that I am and make the decisions that I do and live a life we do together. First of all, congratulations to beat that one, uh, I can say I'm not you, but congratulations to you. I follow you on Instagram and I consistently show your stories that uh, every single day you are taking, taking medicines and so many things that you tried. Yeah, still. <laughs> yes, yes. I. So this one disease, I know it's very hard time, but how you are motivated every single day yourself in that tough time? Whenever something of a struggle is happening, I think it's it's a choice in perspective, which perspective am I going to take? If something is hard, am I gonna think, why me and how is this happening? And someone come save me. Or am I gonna think, why is this happening and what does it have to show me? What, what can this teach me? How can I grow through this? And sure, who can I lean on for support and help? I think that's a good question, but not expecting or hoping for anyone to come save you. You are the hero in your own story and the, the villains that might show up, um, perhaps they're not villains, perhaps they're just teachers. And so that's what I think of when I'm going through a struggle, whether it's my health, whether it's uh, a relationship, whether it's business, whether it's financial, it's I've never failed before because I haven't quit. And so obviously this is just another lesson. And if you look back at the evidence of everything you've overcome in the past, if you were given the same challenge that you were given five years ago that you've already overcome, you'd probably look at it with a different perspective to be like, oh, I've already overcome this one, I can do it again. So because I'm going through the one, whatever struggle it might be right now, I'll be able to be better equipped if it were to come up again in the future. So I think it's important that when those things come up, it's just choosing the perspective that you want to go into it with and deciding that you're not going to quit no matter what. Right. Uh, you don't have to be quit. Uh, okay. Actually, here's one comment by RJ. Oh, RJ. Say you rock. Definitely you are working. So uh, awesome. And we don't have to be quit. And if we not quit, we going to win. And mm -hmm. I love this quote by Tony Robbins that victory is near. I listened this in ClickFunnels membership uh, from Funnel Hacking Live 2016. I remember there Tony Robbins mentioned is victory is near. So it fit. I put this on my uh, wall every single day. I watch this quote. <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing this thing. So what is your daily routine looks look like? It changes all the time. Um, 
I feel like I have phases of routines. There was uh, a few weeks, about a month ago, I was waking up every morning at 5.30 and I was writing from 5.30 to about 8.30. And then I would work out a little bit and get ready for the day and I have my calls and I would just, you know, be at my computer working for like nine to five. Then in the evening, like go for a, I always walk every day. I'm doing something outside and walking. Um, and then I was traveling a little bit. So that kind of was like a break in my routine. And then I went, when I came back from traveling, then my routine changed a little bit that uh, Steve and I actually started doing 75 hard. It's where you have to do two workouts in a day and read 10 pages of a book and drink a gallon of water every day. It's a really good mental toughness challenge. And ever mm-hmm. since then, I've needed a little bit more sleep. So I'm not waking up at 530 in the morning for this phase of my routine, but I'm working out twice a day. And um, so just I, I like to change up my routine. I think that routines are great. Um, but also having variety in routine can also be really helpful. So if I'm, you know, if I'm head down writing my book, that's going to be the focus of my routine. If I'm working on, you know, getting healthy or challenging myself with this 75 hard challenge, I'm going to focus on sleep and exercise. Um, but either way, like regardless of whatever, um, routine I'm in at the moment, the non-negotiables for me is I need uninterrupted creative time where either I'm writing or filming something. Um, I need time to walk outside, just, you know, being in the, in my neighborhood, being in the fresh air, just being in nature. That's really important to me. Um, and typically just at least some time to just sit, think and be quiet, whether that's meditating. Um, that's like the non-negotiables in any routine. Super. Yeah. I learned this thing that don't have the same routine. Change your routine. That's a great thing I learned from you right now. So one more question from audience itself is. Uh, uh, top three advice uh, getting started with entrepreneurship and business. Um, I'm going to repeat what I said before about like find the people that you want to be surrounded with and just contribute to their communities to um, engage with them, show up, be, be, build relationships with them. That's how I feel like I have relationships with you know, people like Alex Sharfin and Russell Brunson, like the people that I looked up to and now are in my circle because I just continue to show up and build a relationship with them. Um, so yeah, find, find a mentor. Um, that's huge because Steve always says this thing that I love. People are faster than books. Like, sure, we can read every book on the, on the shelf. Um, but also if you can learn from the people who have walked the path that you are walking, they say that you, know, you can't, cut corners or there's no shortcuts, but there kind of is when you can just follow in the footsteps of people who've done it before and learn from their mistakes and learn what helped them grow the fastest. Um, And lastly, I think just continuing to always be creative, even if you don't know exactly what that looks like, it might just be writing every day, even if it's just like freehand journaling, like just dumping out whatever's in your brain or turning on your camera or your microphone and speaking, recording a podcast or a YouTube video. Um, I'm a very verbal processor. So sometimes I will create, I'll come up with my best stuff while I'm in the middle of creating. Like that's why also podcast interviews or things like this are really fun because the right question can prompt a really cool idea that can then lead into, I don't know, a course or a YouTube video or a piece of content that just impacted people. So um, yeah, that's my advice. Super, super piece of pieces of advice and definitely uh, mentor, having a mentor, having the right people around us is the key towards the success and towards whatever the goal we have. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for this. 
and uh, recently you came from a visionary trip uh, recently yeah. so yeah. how was your experience and what is the secret of a real academy award uh, the award that you won <laughs> so i went on a we call it a visionary trip um and so steve and i we like to do this like every few months or so where we just whether it's a weekend or even just like a date night do something where we go somewhere that just heightens your vision it gives you space to think and create and dream um because i think if you can if you can like see it in your mind first that's what's going to be able to create it physically um and so it's always been a dream of mine to make movies and so we decided for this visionary trip we were going to go to hollywood we went to la we went to uh, the warner brothers studio we got to see lots of film sets um and i got to hold an academy award and I, it was really, I was so intentional about this when they handed it to me. There's this woman that of course she's like wearing gloves and it's very, she's very gentle with it because it's it's a real Academy Award. And I just imagined when she was handing it to me, imagining like receiving it, being on a stage and that this was my Academy Award. So it's just this really cool moment of just feeling like, you know what, it is possible. If I want to make movies in Hollywood, why not? go after it um and so it was a cool just cool moment to to experience and um imagine it in the mind so that i can create it in real life yeah definitely soon it will be yours <laughs> thank <So> you <laughs> uh you uh here we have some more questions from audience how to curate content youtube videos um there's so many different strategies like I mean, you can easily be making content based on questions that you're receiving. That's probably like the easiest way is if someone asks you a question and you're getting a question enough, make a YouTube video about it. Like so one of my highest performing YouTube videos, I think it almost has a million views on it, is how to use Canva. Because people, my clients were asking me, how do I put text on my images? And how do I do this? So I just made a video tutorial of here's how I use Canva. Here's how you can do it. And obviously like a million other people are asking that same question. Um, I also really love just documenting content. Like I have my camera just sitting right here next to me by my computer all day. And if something happens, I'll just turn on my camera and I'll talk to it. Or even I could be in a meeting and have the camera rolling and being able to just like get B-roll or behind the scenes footage of what's happening. Um, and I think that that's a really fun way to watch and engage and observe content too, because it's one thing to be standing in front of a camera and, uh, you know, performing or teaching or, presenting but it's also really i feel like it really connects us when we feel like we're right there with them that you know you just you're sitting right next to me and you're observing this with me you're just in the experience with me um so i think it also depends on how you want to come across on camera or the relationship you want to have with your audience i've spent a lot of time in presenting content and i feel like the phase of content that i'm coming into now is where i just want to be like hey come along for the journey with me that's super. Okay, one more question from RJ. Uh, how you handle anxiety being an entrepreneur? Um, I handle anxiety mostly by accepting it, just that it's normal to have anxiety as an entrepreneur. If you expect that you're not supposed to feel anxiety, that's probably the hardest uh, thing to cope with is if you think that everything is supposed to be perfect. Um, I remember early on in my business thinking like, okay, once I get this client or once I make this amount of money or once I have this team member or once I get X, Y, Z, it's like, then I'll be free. Then I'll be free. But if, if everything is stagnant, like you're not growing. So it's, I, I love the phrase, like 
new level, new devil. <laughs> um, as you're growing, there's going to be more challenges and your challenges will evolve as you do. So when I have anxiety, I first of all, just, I want to pinpoint the reason so that I can understand what it is. Um, so if I have anxiety and it's because um, I have a lot on my plate, I'm like, okay, well, how do I deal with that? Like that, that or if I have anxiety because uh, someone said something mean to me on social media. Okay, how do I deal with that? And then it's again, choosing the perspective I want to go into this experience with. Am I going to be a victim? Or am I going to be a creator? Am I going to learn something from this? And, you know, the anxieties that I had five years ago are different than the anxieties I have today, because I was able to really accept them. Um, so biggest advice is just accepting the anxiety, but also understanding it and dealing with why it's there instead of trying to push it away. Dealing with the things and push it away. Like how, how I can handle it. Definitely. It's yeah. great. And so according to your experience, what is the biggest mistake people do when it comes to content creation? Biggest mistake. Um, I think it's just like not being yourself. <laughs> um, but that there's a, well, there's more to that that you learn your voice by speaking. And so, of course, at the beginning, you're creating content, sure, for your audience, but you're really creating content more for yourself, for you to discover it. And in that, you might be taking on pieces of other people. Like I've seen lots of people that act like Gary Vaynerchuk on video because that's the content that they're consuming. But then they miss the parts of, of, of their genuine selves that is what attracts us to that person. Um, so I think it's really important that, of course, we're going to learn from other people's content. We're going to consume other people's content so that we see what we like, what we don't like. Um, but in creating your own voice, you really just stay true to yourself. And and it's, you know, if you go back to the beginning of my YouTube channel, the way that I presented then compared to now is so different because I was learning my voice. Um, but just whatever, whatever it is that genuinely feels right to you. There was a long time where, uh, kind of like I said, like I was always presenting content and I just, I, I got bored of it. And I felt like I was doing it because that's what you're supposed to do. Um, and, but then I would watch my own videos and be like, I don't like watching this because I'm just teaching instead of engaging. And so that's where I had to make a conscious decision of like, I need to do what I enjoy presenting and that's going to attract an audience that enjoys watching it. And lately my, my, a lot of my YouTube content is me documenting and just telling stories to the camera very, very naturally. Like I turn on my camera right here and you can just see my living room behind me. There's nothing really special about it. And I'm just talking. Um, and even though those, that content is like less produced, um, and unscripted, I'm getting a much better response from it by just genuinely sharing what's on my mind and being myself. Being yourself and documenting your journey is something that is literally get attention of the people because they see your genuine, uh, genuineness that yes, they are not talking any scripted thing. They're just sharing from their heart, from their soul and the things they know, not any kind of fake and fluff. Thank you. So that's literally an insane advice. And one more piece of question from audience today. How, how to handle failure? Great question. I think I would have a similar answer to how to handle anxiety. Um, 
handling failure is just, you know, it's part of the road. <laughs> um, what is it? Fall down seven times, get up eight. Um, failure means that you're trying. Um, rejection slips mean that you're trying. And uh, understanding that failure is just a, it's a stepping stone to success. Um, and again, if you, if you don't quit, you don't fail. So just because you haven't made it to success, um, it's not, it's not the end. And even when you do make it to success, that's not the finish line. You're going to keep going. And then there's the next level and you're probably going to fail so many times to that next level. Um, but it's always failing forward. Fast, uh, fail fast, fail forward, uh, move forward, something like that. Right? That. Yes. And thank you for sharing tons of golden nugget. So guys, if you still have any question, drop in the chat box. And uh, Marley, you have this uh, content for leads.com. Would you like to share a little bit about it? Yeah, so excited about this. This is, uh, Steve and I are doing a five-day challenge. It starts on Monday and it is, we're going to do this, I think, every few months or so. But um, what we're doing is we're teaching people how to generate leads from your content so that you don't have to rely on Facebook ads or hustling for your content. Um, and it's strategies that we never taught before. So it's really exciting. And it's also something that like you can bring your team to, to be able to have their help with implementing this. So it starts on Monday and it's, you know, we're so excited for this. It's going to be one of our favorite challenges we've ever done. Awesome. Awesome. So I'll drop the, all the link in the description and one more question from the people. So yeah, how to get organic traffic to the YouTube channel. Um, I so to the YouTube channel. There's there's different things you can do, but like definitely cross promoting on your other social media platforms. Like if I drop a YouTube video, I'm all, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on, like, hey, go watch this new video, go watch this video here. I always like to take a little like snippet of the video, the same way that you'd see like a TV commercial or a movie commercial that says, hey, go watch the movie in theaters now. We want to do something like that for our YouTube videos where we show them just a little clip that gets them hooked. And then it, you know, ends and goes, go watch the full video over here. So that's a really great way to, uh, to get people to find it and then get them to keep following you on the other platforms. Super. Uh, can we take one more question uh, yeah. or you are watching from time? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So one more question, how to make YouTube video on any random topic, how to research content on any random topic. So I guess it depends what we mean by random. Um, we definitely want to make sure that the content is leading towards something that you sell, um, a way that you provide value to people, something that is within your niche. Um, so of course we want to make content that, that people are interested in. So one of the ways that I would find how I want to position my videos is even if you just go straight to the YouTube search bar, you know, when you start typing in and it will try to finish your sentence, it will kind of guess what you're spell what you're typing in that that auto population is created by because of what people are typing in. So if you start typing in how to train your dog, it'll start, it'll give you all these suggestions for how to train your dog to sit, how to train your dog to stay, how to train your dog to stop barking at the mailman. All of those ideas, those suggestions are things that people are searching for in the search bar that you could make videos on. So that's one of the ways of researching content and also finding that if you have a topic idea in mind that you might think is random, we still want to find how do we position, how do we title this video based on how people are searching for it. Super, super pieces of advice and golden, golden nuggets out there uh, by Marley Jax. But before we wrap up the show, uh, any three pieces of advice to the new entrepreneurs? Oh, I thought I answered that one. I was saying get a mentor. 
yeah. engage with your audience. And then what was the other one that I said? Um, I don't remember, but it was a good one. Go back and watch. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you so much, Marty, once again for joining us and sharing tons of golden nugget with us on this particular podcast. Really grateful to have you on my show. And thank you so much once again. Have a great day. I'll join you in a minute. Thank you. So there you go, guys. There you go. And she's Marley Jax, and she shared tons of golden nugget with you. And definitely show your love to her in the chat box in the comment section. And I hope you get value too much. So share what is your biggest takeaway from this chat uh, comment. And on 26th of uh, August, Friday, I am coming up with a webinar which is top three secret on how you generate hundred leads, quality leads in a five days. Uh, I am doing a webinar, 90 minute webinar. So you just have to drop. Hashtag lead and I'll join you in a minute. Uh, I'll send you the link. Okay. So bye bye. Thank you so much once again, everyone, for sharing tons of uh, uh, connecting with us. Thank you so much. Bye bye.